Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello there. Shocking to hear from me so early. This is a pleasant surprise, huh? Rarely do we chat on a Sunday night. But I am Matt Williamson. This is the Locked On NFL Podcast. Um, Tomorrow, the kids are off school and we are going to the zoo all day. So I figured I would pump one of these out tonight. And get it in your ear holes a little earlier than usual. And there you have it. Um, not a ton to discuss since we got together last. So I'm going to go the next in the series of breaking down off seasons. And this one could be a little tumultuous. Uh, this is the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, by the way, I just got back from a pen game with my son. That was a blast too. So it's been a good family day or two. Um, but let's talk Chiefs. When you're talking cap space, you know, start with that. They don't have much. You know, they're not off bad off as Dallas, but they're cash-strapped, that's for sure. Don't have a lot to spend. Therefore, I find it highly unlikely that they will pick up Nick Foles' option, you know, so he will probably become a free agent. I think it's pretty much a foregone conclusion that they cut Jamal Charles and use that money. Um, there's been some talk that Macklin, Derek Johnson... Tom Lee, the last two who they signed over the past offseason, um, could be released, restructured. I don't know that I see any of those happening, especially Macklin. I mean, Macklin had some of a down year, but there were injuries involved. Uh, I still think he's a high-quality player at a position that they're not real stocked at. So I don't think that happens. Um, but in the end, they're not going to have a lot to spend. Anyway, you cut it, even with these moves. Um, I don't know that anyone off the top of my head that they could really restructure maybe Justin Houston a little bit and, and move some of his money around. Alex Smith's contract is up after next year. I guess you could try to extend him and move his stuff around, but that means that you love him. I don't love him. You know, I mean, Foles will be gone. If you're thrilled with Smith, then I guess you could do something along those lines. But I kind of look at it like a blessing that his contract's up and you get another year of him and then you decide or maybe you you upgrade in some way, shape, or form or roll the dice with somebody else. So let's start on that. Well, actually, well, let's start with a big, big free agent decision they have to make. You look at Kansas City's free agents, they really don't have much. And there's not a lot of names here of consequence. Of consequence. Josh Maga, the uh, inside linebacker, is a decent player. His contract's up, but he's replaceable. He's a two-down guy. Um, that's going to be a need for them. We're going to talk about the linebacker situation. I mentioned Johnson. Um, but really, the, the question is, can you re-sign Eric Berry, who they franchised last year, and or Don Terry Poe, or both? You know. And here's my thoughts on both players. Really like Poe, but I'm not sure everybody knows this, but... Even though he's basically a pure nose tackle, and I know he's a fantastic athlete for someone his size and threw the touchdown pass just recently, and, you know, he's a good player. 
But he's played a ton of snaps since coming in the league. And he's starting to battle a lot of injuries. And I thought he had somewhat of a down year. I'm not saying the guy's done or washed up, but I feel like he's been overused. And if he were to go somewhere else and, you know, you're a team interested in signing him or even Kansas City, if you're going to keep him around, I think the way to do it would be to limit his snaps a little bit more and use him a little bit more of a role player. But he's going to be expensive. I mean, somebody's going to pay him. I mean, he's going to make more than that type of money that I'm describing for that type of player. So I don't think it's earth-shattering to let him go. Although, you know, their defensive line's okay. Um, I really like Chris Jones. He's a different type of player than Poe, but I think he's got a chance to be a star in this league. Barry's a guy I don't think he can let go. He franchised him last year, and therefore you have to give him a big raise to keep him around. But I don't think you can let that guy walk out of the building. I I still think he's one of the best safeties in the league. Can play near the box, can play coverage, can run with tight ends and man coverage, can do a lot of things, blitz, play the run in his prime. If you have to franchise him and give him the bump from a year ago, I think that's feasible. Ideally, you'd like to sign him to a three- or four-year deal. They don't seem to feel as highly or as strong about Barry as I and a lot of the public do, though. And, you know, I don't pretend to know more about Eric Barry than Andy Reid does, but... It shocks me that they don't seem to love him more or, you know, maybe last year they wanted to see, was he totally over all the the, the cancer scares and all those things? So we'll franchise him. Do they know more about that situation than we do? Of course, but do they have more fears about it than any of us know? I, I don't know. I mean, it's obviously a very serious medical situation. I would have thought that, you know, they'd be very outward in saying, this is a guy we want to keep forever. We love him. We want to lock him up forever. We want him to die a chief, you know, be a chief for the rest of his life, go to the Hall of Fame, be an all-time great chief, you know, say all the right things about him. But that's not what's coming out. So that's a little precarious. But I think, and a lot of people talk about this, you know, do you prioritize Barry or Poe? I think that's easy. I think you prioritize Barry. So we're talking defense. Um, let's stick with that side of the ball just in terms of team needs. And again, I don't see them going out and getting a lot of help on either side of the ball from outside the organization. Oh, one other guy I mean, I wanted to mention, too, is, is Colquitt, the punter. His job could be in trouble, too, because he's a really good punter. He's been in the league a long time, makes a lot of money. And when you're really cutting corners, well, you cut punters. So that's another guy that could free up some money for them. Um, so that gives us a little gap here. Let, let's talk. We'll go right back to the offense, and then we'll come back to defense in terms of team needs. Going into the season, I thought possibly the weakest position group in the entire NFL was going to be the Kansas City guard tandem. And I wasn't wrong, but Tardif has turned into a guy. He's a starting guard. He's a good player. I still think maybe the number one hole on this team, though, is another starting guard. And that could be the end of the first round. You could probably get a really good one in the second round. Um, I think that would basically complete the line. Considering how they play football and who their quarterback is, I think they have to be strong up front. So to me, that's the position on offense of most consequence. It would be a pure starting guard and they're not going to be able to afford the Zeitlers or Langs or people like that either I don't think Warfords that would surprise me offensive linemen as you and I talked about so often are going to be in such demand that I don't think they can go get a an upper tier guy or a starting caliber guard tight end they're great 
Okay, move on from there, basically. Kelsey's a superstar, and they've got some young guys that are kind of intriguing. Assuming you keep Macklin, I don't have big problems at wide receiver, and I'm lumping Tyreek Hill in that group. Um, I still have really high hopes for Chris Conley. I think Albert Wilson's a serviceable player. I don't know that in this offense you need Calvin Johnson and Randy Moss as your receivers either, you know, just the way they've played football over the years. Although they've evolved, you know, they've, they've certainly opened things up and done more things, you know, based around Kelsey and Hill, especially Hill. As last season went on, and it wasn't small ball to the painful degree. But in turn, and we'll get to the defense, but without a lot of cap room, picking late in the rounds, I think you live with your receivers, and ideally you keep Macklin. I think Macklin's still a quality player, and they can't afford to be done with him. Basically, I think the same is true at running back, too. And I'm not a big Sharkandrick West guy. I am a big Spencer Ware guy. And not that he's a pro bowler, but I think he's a all-day, every, you know, uh, all-day, every-day starting NFL running back. That's good enough for me. You know, again, considering their needs, this is not an organization this offseason that can be in the luxury item uh, shopping spree situation at all. So... I think you basically live with them. And I'm not saying that doesn't preclude you from signing an older dude late in the process on a league minimum deal or um, using a fourth or fifth round pick on a running in a running back strong draft that you never thought would be there. Cool. You know, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm just saying you don't use a first day pick, obviously, or go out and get somebody. I think you basically live with these receivers and running backs same is true of tight end, except you're happy about your tight ends. Real happy about your tight ends. And four-fifths of the line. Need a guard. And the elephant in the room still is Smith. You guys know I don't like him, and I'm probably rougher on him than I should be. I just hate quarterback no-man's land. I hate having Matt Schaub or Andy Dalton or one of these guys that is good enough that you can't move on from them, but doesn't ever take you where you need to be. You know, in many ways, I almost think it's better big picture to be without a quarterback and picking high and hopefully you draft your guy than always being nine and seven and flirting with playoffs and need everything to absolutely break absolutely perfectly right to really be a contender and how often does that happen I think that's who Smith is and uh, I mean I I feel 95 percent sure he'll be the starter this year although I think they like Foles a lot and I think Andy Reid likes Foles a lot would it be mind-blowing to cut Smith and keep Foles and use a draft pick? I mean, maybe not. I mean, that's cheaper. Um, but I don't think that's going to happen. I'm not predicting that. Don't get me wrong. Or trade Smith. That would really be the move, not cut Smith. But you trade Smith to a team and get a third-round pick in return and pick a Foles option and use that third-round pick on a quarterback. or You know, I don't think it's a, a set in stone as some might that Smith will definitely be the opening day starter. But again, 95% chance he is. I don't know they can afford to do it because we haven't even talked about defense yet, but I really think it would be smart to use a very early pick at the position. You know, that if somebody falls late in the first round, you grab him with Smith's contract expiring and he being who he is and give Reed a year to really coach up a youngster. Second, third round to me is good enough, but not perfect. So I... I mean, guards the bigger need, but on offense, the second biggest needs quarterback, and it truly is a long-term, big-picture need. It's the most important position on the field.
Napa know-how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10-31-17. All right. Defensively for Kansas City. They need a lot. They need a lot. I mean, if we operate under the assumption that Barry's going to be back and Poe isn't, I think you have to look for a nose tackle type, a true two-down Third round pick, plug him in, stuff the run, or an aging veteran that you get on the cheap that's some of those big body dudes that's careers just go on and on. I think the ends are good enough. Houston and certainly Ford are, are a very good outside linebacker pairing. I imagine Hawley is back. Uh, you know, he could be a cap casualty. I think you're basically good enough there in terms of depth. Um, I don't think outside linebacker slash pass rusher is going to be a major need. But Houston's you know, injury history of late is a little concerning, to say the least. You know, I mean, as much as you count on that position to generate pressure, you don't get a lot of pressure from your defensive line in, the, in this defense. I think Chris Jones can change that a little bit, like I said. Um, but you need elite edge rushers. And Houston and Ford might be that group with Holly. No. In and out. Um, but, uh, again, it's not a rock-solid situation. Inside linebacker isn't either. I mean, when Derek Johnson went down, this defense became much different. And they chose to invest a year ago in a foundation player that they love. You know, a, a really good chief that they've loved for years. Um, but then he got hurt. And he's up in age. And is he ever going to be the same? And... Um, is they don't have an every down linebacker if it isn't Johnson. And I don't know that it is Johnson anymore. And they really could use two if you're going to move away from him. So I think you could make the argument that a pure every down second level defender is the biggest need on this team. You know, guard, as I mentioned too, and I don't want to ignore quarterback at all. Um, but their linebacker situation is a little hairy, to say the least, considering Johnson's age and coming off an injury and you know the, the rest of the cupboard's pretty bare. Then you look at the secondary, and I know some, quote, no-names guys played pretty well, and I think they're well-coached. But I also think, ideally, this defense wants to play a lot of dime. You know, I think they want a lot of defensive backs on the field. Of course, if Barry goes... That might become priority number one. You know, there's, there's a guard, inside linebacker, safety. They're all kind of fighting for priority number one. See how things shake out with Barry first. Um, Marcus Peters is a stud. And I understand, like I said, the guys opposite him late in the year were pretty good. And they played above expectations. But I think a second corner would really go a long way, especially when you want to play with as many three-corner sets as they do, sometimes four-corner sets. I think Peters will get thrown at less and less as we go on in this, you know, in his career that he's that type of corner. Um, that you know, Why challenge him, especially if the guy on the other side is a jag, you know, if he's just a guy. 
and right now that's pretty much what they're playing with there. You know, Philip Gaines, Steven Nelson. You know, I, I know Terrence Mitchell played well, and that's who I was talking about. Uh, but that's a little worrisome for me. I guess Daniel Sorensen showed a little bit in the, to say, well, maybe he could step in for Barry, but they really like him to be almost the nickel linebacker. And I don't think he's great either, you know. And, and I didn't mention Ramick Wilson, and I know he played okay down the stretch, but I don't think he's an every-down player. If that's the best you got at inside linebacker, you got a problem. So inside linebacker, even if Johnson were to return and they have faith in him, I think has to be drafted pretty high. A young guy there with a lot of ability and upside would be ideal. And if Johnson isn't able to help you now, you need something better than that immediately. Ron Parker, free safety is okay, but again, they like to play a lot of dime. So defensive backs are going to be required here. So that, that's it. I mean, that's the state of the Chiefs. And it's okay. I mean, you could be a lot worse shape. You know, you get Jay Howard back from injury. and But some of the star potential isn't what it once was. Quarterback situations, average. Uh, I don't know that you know Tyree Kill is going to keep up the unbelievable pace that he's been on. I mean, he's not going to score touchdown every other game from 80 yards for the rest of his career. Um, so there you are. I mean, but Chiefs are well-coached group. I mean, I don't think they're falling off a cliff, but I'd be shocked if whenever opening day rolls around that I say, boy, this offseason was a nice step forward for Kansas City. I don't think that's going to be the case. Okay. I said, recording this at a little bit of a strange time, but this is the Locked On NFL podcast. You Chief fans that listen should check out Locked On Chiefs as the rest of the network. Drop me a line on Twitter anytime at Williamson NFL. Over and out. Napa know how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99 cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know how. Napa know how. At participating Napa auto parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10 17